Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Yet another attempt at organizing podcasters and elevating podcasting is struggling to survive. Why can't we get this done? Well, perhaps it's because we're trying to eat the entire elephant in one bite. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Hey, before I start, I want this baked in. Last night, there was an attempted coup to overthrow the U.S. government. So if this show sounds weird and funny and you're listening years later, well, now you know why. Back to the point at hand. Why are podcasters so hard to organize? What is it? If you haven't heard yet, the Podcast Academy is the latest well, soon to be casually. It's not, it's not dead, not dead yet, but it certainly looks like it is on the downward trend. Uh, the president, chairperson, excuse me, the, the chairperson of the Podcast Academy, a friend of mine, Rob Greenlee from Libsyn, another longtime podcaster, is stepping down. He has announced that the, the board is reelecting a whole list of brand new board members. And then there's, of course, the fact that Hernan Lopez, the person who started the Podcast Academy from Wondery, is leaving Wondery to focus on his own issues. Uh, he's got a foundation he's working on, plus some uh, outstanding legal challenges there. But anyhow, it looks like after about a year, because it started about a year ago, the Podcast Academy is likely going down. Now, I've been a big supporter of the Podcast Academy. I'm a member of the Podcast Academy. And I went back and I looked at what I had to say about the Podcast Academy back in February 2020 when it was first announced. And I had glowing things to say that I was very happy about. But here we are today. Again, by the way, this is definitely an again situation. It's not the first time that organizations have come along to try to organize podcasters and elevate podcasting by acting as sort of a special interest group for all of podcasting and podcasters. The problem that all of them face and that I was excited the Podcast Academy might not, but the, regardless, the problem all of them face is the fact that even though we're podcasters, we have very little in common. Just saying I'm a podcaster, it used to mean something. It used to mean something back in the aughts. You know, and in fact, and then that elevated or that evolved to where really the only, really the differences or the only commonalities we had is we were making audio and using an RSS feed to distribute it. But now I'm not even sure that's what it means to have a podcast anymore. And that's okay. I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying this is the core problem. 
We have a common name, but the things that we do are quite different. It's kind of like trying to organize painters, but by painters, I mean everybody and anybody who paints. So that might mean commercial house painters and electrostatic metal painters, (laughs) but also throw in fine art painters, like working with oils, maybe watercolor painters, people who have fun on the weekends, kids who finger paint, paint by number painters, maybe people who paint cars for a living, graffiti artists and taggers, tattoo artists. See, when you look at that big chunk, there's not a lot those people have in common other than that they paint. We're similar. We're podcasters, but we make a podcast or we're working in podcasting, but that means something vastly different. And I don't think it's as simple as breaking it down by genre. Now, I applaud, I applaud the efforts, uh, like we have collective workers, or organizing workers together at some of the large podcasting shops, unionizing podcast talent. I think that's great. I think we're seeing that those that's an organization that supports particular types of podcasters or people who work in podcasting. And again, that's what had me excited about Podcast Academy back in the day is we were going to focus not just somebody who has a microphone, but all of the behind the scenes people, like like 13 different categories of people from writers and producers to sound designers. It was going to be great. But again, probably too big of a bite, in my opinion. But we've got other groups coming up. I just mentioned the people that are trying to organize workers, the Communication Workers Group, I think, or Workers Association. But we also have the Open Podcast Analytic Working Group, OPOG. Terrible name and a terrible acronym, but whatever <laughs> OPOG it is. That are, they are the people that are trying to come up with a, a standard for analytics. I know we have IAB 2.0 and all that stuff, but this are podcasters working together to have a better understanding of how and what we count and what they actually mean. OPOG, it's a great group with lots of good focused energy on one problem that all podcasters, to a certain degrees, need, need to have some uh, awareness and understanding of. Same thing goes for the podcast taxonomy group. Started, I, I think by, I think that Podchaser started it. They're certainly pushing the charge over there at Podchaser. I'm sure there's others who were involved as well, organizing what do we call ourselves, not just podcasters, but the people who are working inside of the industry. Uh, what's the difference between a producer and a, an executive producer and sorts of things like that? Podcast taxonomy group, another great thing working around a space that's very specific that we need help with. There's the podcast index. Adam Curry pops back into the world and says, hey, I'm going to start working on better name spaces so that we can do more with podcasting than has been able than we've been able to do with the static RSS fees we've been using with very little modifications since 2004. So that's coming along nicely. That's the kind of organization that we do need. Not all podcasters select Groups of podcasters, the podcast fiction community working quite nicely together. Do more of that. Uh, Supporting organizations, supporting individual types of people, right? So as I just mentioned with the other ones, that's where it's going to go. And that's the problem trying to keep podcasters organized. It's just, there's just too many things that we do and we don't have enough things in common other than this name we hold on to called podcasting.
but it's changing all the time. Anyhow, I'm still going to keep subscribed, uh, my membership going to the Podcast Academy. Hopefully it will continue, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. And there will be more and new things that come along. And I think we should always try them. I know I will always try them because you never know what's going to stick. Hey, if you thought this was helpful, give you some ideas to think about, check out buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and toss a couple of bucks my way. But more importantly, tell a friend about podcast pontifications, trying to fine tune the focus of podcast pontifications for this year, focused on the people in the middle, those of us underneath the bell curve, not the people that are brand new and starting out, although welcome to you, not the people who are making gazillions of dollars on podcasting. Again, welcome to you, but all of us in the middle who've got, who found a way to make this work and now we just want to make it better. That's what we're trying to do here. So tell a friend about podcast pontifications. If you would <sighs> enjoy your weekend, if at all possible. Uh, and I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.